0: You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. I want to speak to you for a few moments on... What a night. Would you enter with me into a place called Bethlehem tonight? Let us do so by going to the scriptures in Luke chapter 2. And in verse number 8, And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by, what's the word? Night. night. Would you paint the picture in your mind out in those fields at night? Many folks would not want the job of a shepherd. It's 24/7. If you've never read the book, The Life of a Shepherd by Keller, it'd be a great read for you, Psalm 23. He has another one out on John chapter 10. He's passed away now, an old shepherd that became a preacher of the gospel. He speaks about the fact that shepherds, a sheep always need care, tender care, loving care, protection. Uh, The shepherd goes before the table land. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my. Table, a mesa is the Hebrew word which is the same in Spanish, a flat place. And he goes ahead and he makes sure there's no jagged rocks sharp rocks, wild animals. He puts a sheepfold up and then he leaves an opening because the shepherd goes back to get the flock. One day he's coming back to get the flock. Until that time, the little shepherd's here to protect the flock and the shepherd leads the sheep to higher ground for nourishment during those different days of the year. And he brings all the shepherds and he leads them and they follow him. They're not like cattle. You drive cattle. You push cattle. You lead sheep. And mothers and dads, you're shepherds. Sunday school teacher, you're a shepherd. Bus workers, you're a shepherd. Pastor, you're a shepherd. And pastor's that pastor with us. The shepherd leads them to that sheepfold And then they walk in. But the door will still expose them to danger. And so the shepherd lies in the doorway to protect the flock. These shepherds were in the field that night keeping watch over their flock. Why? Because they were there to protect them. Oh, a sheep would wander off. A sheep would get out on a, Cliff and be willing to go over the cliff and all the sheep would follow. That's why the shepherd leads the flock because they know his voice and they take them to the sheepfold and the shepherd protects them in that sheepfold. The shepherd anoints the head of those sheep with oil because you know the fact that sheep are dirty animals. They tend to get dirty quick don't you find that in our own lives? Prone to wander. Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the one I love. And the shepherd comes and he anoints the head because the sheep's eyes on the corners are full of I like a mucus substance constantly. And the insects come and they lodge there, and they hatch their eggs in that moist area. That's why a shepherd has to anoint the eyes and the head of the sheep. Because when those insects begin to hatch, they drive sheep crazy with the itch. And instead of dealing with it as the shepherd, they deal with it by standing in the field, and you'll see them face to face. That's dangerous. Because what they're doing, they're rubbing their heads together to try to accommodate the the scratching, the itching. But what's happening, they're infecting the rest of the flock, and they spread the disease to the next. The shepherd has to be so mindful of the sheep, so he anoints them with oil. The shepherd needs to lead the sheep to still waters because they're very afraid. turbulent waters, and he leads them beside still waters, and the shepherd restores their soul. I'd say to all of us that lead sheep, bus routes and classes and parents, grandparents, become a shepherd to the flock. I'm more aware of my responsibility today than I've ever been. As we see the day approaching, and I see God's people so quickly influenced. And the Bible says in that last day, many shall follow their pernicious ways. Many shall look for a new avenue, new direction, but it's a shepherd's job to constantly protect the sheep. These shepherds are out in the field and the Bible says as they're in the field, they're watching over the flock by night. And I want you to go to verse 15. It came to pass as the angels were gone away from them, Into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even to Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. That night they said, We can't stay here any longer. We're out in the field. We have to go see. We've been waiting for this, as Brother. Bertrand prayed and as the choir sang it, did you hear that little phrase for 400 years? Between Malachi and Matthew, there was silence. Now God not only speaks. God gave his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, we gotta go see it. We have to go see the saint which the Lord hath done. That night in Bethlehem, they went to a barn, not a palace. They went to see a babe not a king, verse 13 tells us what it was all like and suddenly there was with the angel the multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying glory to God in the highest on earth, peace, good will. So man, oh, what a night, what a night. I will not even give you one illustration. but I have so many marked, on uh, my notes right there tonight, my heart also also, of the various nights in this church, that nights that I have to leave and say, oh, what a night. Oh, what a night. I think I will tell you, all oh, that night that this little six-month-old church called me on a Wednesday night and said, would you be our pastor? Oh, what a night. Little did I know when I was growing up here, 15 minutes from here, that come a call and say, we want you to be our pastor. I'll never forget those first several weeks and months when people would say, hey, pastor. Without pride, it just moved my heart, I'm a pastor. I'm a pastor. Oh, that night, on January 23rd, 1981, we had been building and raising money. The church grew by 100. We were in a sixth year. We grew 100 a year. We had 600 people, 300 of the buses, 300 of the cars. On a Sunday night, we'd have about 175 people. And on that June, January 23rd was a Friday night. We had a campaign called Rise Up and Build. I said, folks, we're going to step out by faith like never before. We're building a 32,000-square-foot building. We're going to meet for a year, which wound up to be two years of a tent. We will have no parking lot, not one parking stall. I'm asking you on this Friday night, would you raise $77,000 with me on Friday night to start the project? That may not sound like a lot. That was a huge amount. I'm not mistaken. I think we only had two people in our church that owned a house, and I wasn't one of them. We were just hourly people. And I remember that night, the deacons brought me the report. We had the banquet. We raised the money. And I said, folks, our goal was 77000 And this little hand of people, 100 people, that Friday night, we raised $125,000 cash. Oh, what a night. I remember the night baptizing our three children. I remember the special things that happened in this church for all the years. Oh, what a night this was. Oh, what a night. A pastor, about 70 years before the light was invented by Thomas Edison, said to his organist who also played the guitar, he said the children's program is coming on Christmas Eve or just a day away. I wonder if you could figure out some type of song to write for the children a song that will have the children sing on Christmas morning. Is there something that comes to your mind? And though he's written other songs, he said, no, I don't have a song. On that night, as after speaking that afternoon with the pastor, he said, I don't have one. The organist man was in Austria and went up to the Alps And as he walked to the Alps and got on the other side of the summit, he was delivering gifts at Starlit Night to families in need and to boys and girls. After delivering the packages, he started on his way back to the city, going up the mountainside, the Alps, and then he got to the summit. And he looked into his little city like a Bethlehem that night, he envisioned it, and he looked down and he saw the lanterns glowing and the candles in that little hamlet of a town, a city. He stood there and paused. He said, so calm. And yet there's a brightness about my little town tonight It's so serene tonight, that beautiful little town. It must have been like that in Bethlehem. It's so quiet, so quiet. He got home and began to pen some words. And at 4 a.m. in the morning, if you would do the calculations, in seven minutes from now, he wrote... A song 200 years ago tonight that comes out exactly at this time was a silent night. It was a calm night. It was a quiet night. As you wrote, silent night, holy night, all is calm and all is bright. stand together tonight as Joyce remains there silent night holy night in six minutes it'll be 200 years old and we still sing it you know on this quiet night it'd be a good night for you to get saved Christmas 2018 in just a few moments I'll enter the waters of baptism If you've not not followed the Lord and believers' baptism on this quiet, still, beautiful Sunday night, would you follow the Lord tonight? I wonder tonight, is God quietly speaking to a young man's heart to preach the word? Is God speaking to your heart To become a shepherd of a flock, a youth group, a church, a mission station. Thank you for listening to the Audio Preaching Podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us,